So joining us now on Root of the Matter is Charlie Martinez with UT. And Charlie, y'all have been looking at the numbers for farmland loss for several months now, and we've got some numbers in. What have y'all come up with over the last several months? So we've, of course, been going through looking at different data sets. The number of acres that have been converted out of agriculture production, it depends on what data set you're looking at. So for instance, CropScape data, which comes from USDA and NAS, uh, they estimate that we've lost around 86,000 acres a year for the past uh, four years, five years actually. Uh, if you look at um, comptroller data and you look at tre- the, from the comptroller treasury here in Tennessee, uh, we're averaging 34,000 34, acres a year that we've lost the last five years. And so we're getting a wide range of variation in terms of how much we've been losing uh, to, you know, out of, you know, out of production. I think regardless of the, of what data set you're looking at, the big thing is that we are still losing data at a high rate. Uh, and it depends upon what county or what region of, of Tennessee that you're in, east versus west versus middle. Uh, and the one thing that we're excited about the most is that we've collected parcel level data from uh, tax assessors' offices offices across the state. And we're on our way to having a data set that's going to have parcel level data that allows us to look not only just at an aggregate state level, uh, or, or by county, for instance, but then we can actually dive into regions of a county uh, that might be nearing, uh, you know, the Nashville area. And, you know, how is that land? What land? What type? All that stuff. We're on the right track. And it's I wish we could already have it done today, but it's just taking time and effort. And, and it's not just me. It's um, uh, CTAS, UT as well. They've been tremendously helpful in getting data. It's uh, other colleagues in our department. Uh, that we've really worked hard and our grad students and our undergrad students have really helped us. And so uh, it's just taking time. I wish we could fast forward it, but I think we're, we're well on our way on the right, on the right path. So we have the, the numbers of how much we're losing is, uh, the why factor. Is that something that you all are, are going to eventually try and dive into as well? Yes. So, um, you know, the why factor it's, when it comes to agriculture, we know that there are producers that will sell their land whenever they're ready to retire because that's basically like a a 401k for them and so we know that that's part of it another part of it's going to be the low profitability over the past couple of years in agriculture Um, and so that's driving it but the the why part of it uh, it could be uh, regionally based in terms of what I'm what I mean by that. It could be a, a city wanting to build schools and needed it for school zones. It could be an area that wants to build uh, more residential area, you know, have more residential area, have more uh, things of that nature. But we also know that there's industrial, there's commercial uh, growth in certain areas as well. Um, if you think about West Knoxville and the Farragut area and things like that, that's, those have all changed over the last 20 years. And so the why is is. Uh, going to be something that we're chasing, but not only the why, but what does it mean for the Tennessee economy is what we really want to know. What does it mean as this land has gone out? Um, we know it's not going to be even, and we know we have the Blue Wolf City coming. What's that, what's that going to look like in the future? That's what we really want to know. I mean, that's a good point because the, these are large numbers and that's before Blue Oval City is mm-hmm. built. Yes. Yeah. And then I think that's why having the parcel level data is going to give us more insight. And then we know we can look at, historically speaking, we know we can go look at where other um, dealer or not not dealerships, but manufacturers have built and how, you know, what the spatial ramifications were. And we can do that and forecast in West Tennessee and think about, okay, what can it look like here in, in 15, 20 years? Um, we know that that's going to be a, a question that, you know, not only us, but other folks in in, uh, in Tennessee want to know. 
So you're at the Tennessee Farm Bureau headquarters here in Columbia today, and, and you all presented your data and, and met with uh, some Farm Bureau folks, met with some folks from the Department of Agriculture here in Tennessee. Uh, what, what all did y'all talk about? And uh, it looked like in there that you all were uh, maybe may kind of brainstorming uh, about this particular topic and issue. So uh, a part of, you know, you know, Assistant Commissioner Jeff Aiken asked us to start looking at data and trying to understand about data, and this happened last fall. Uh, for today's meeting, it was everything we've got up to this point in terms of the data availability, the limitations, the, the pros and cons, if you will, of the data, um, the data that we've currently been uh, assembling from the tax assessor's offices. And then here's where we are and here's where we're at. And here's where basically what we presented on was um, where we think the estimates are correct, where they, we think that there's some issues and why we think this parcel of a data is going to be the, the key to it all. Um, you know, for us in education and in extension, it's we do the, the research and uh, try to figure out, you know, are certain measurements better than others? And so for, you know, the folks that were in the room, they wanted to know how much land have we lost? And that's what we're there to answer. And so uh, it was interesting hearing, uh, you know, everybody's different takes on it because we have different agencies. And the one thing that's been kind of, I wouldn't say surprising, but it's been kind of refreshing is that the question of farmland conversion has been asked by not only TDA, but Farm Bureau, tax assessors offices, local uh, government have asked those types of questions. And I think we're on the path now to have a data set that can help answer those questions. And so this brainstorming session today uh, for, you know, for us coming in here and presenting the data, it was really refreshing to see that, hey, you know, we want to we're going to we we can trust this data we can move forward and that's what they were doing in the room so very fun and refreshing though so you mentioned that uh you've come a long way and in, in getting the numbers but still a, a long way to go kind of where are you at in the process right now and uh what what's the end goal for for you all and in, in collecting this data so if you rewind the clock to last fall we only had parcel counts now, uh, because of CTAS, which is the County Technical Assistance Program at UT Extension, uh, a fellow named Joe Griffin and I have been going around the tax assessor's offices getting parcel data or the shapefile data for GIS mapping. Um, we currently have seven counties uh, from, uh, the, from the counties. So there's nine counties that don't report to the state because of software package issues that they just don't communicate. Uh, but we have seven of those nine counties. Uh, we're waiting on a one dump, one dump set from the state of the 86 counties that do report. It should be coming anytime soon. And once it gets in, once we get our hands on all that, um, the next goal is, I feel bad for saying this, but my grad student's going to have a lot of work crunching, uh, data crunching and making maps for us. But uh, I think it's only a matter of time. I think our hope is to have it done before the end of the summer and have a data set that, um, you know, if, if policymakers have a question on, you know, what, what is the impact of land conversion in certain counties, we can answer that. Uh, we want to move towards this baseline. The baseline, though, is going to take a little bit more time because we have to go historically back and estimate prices, uh, look at land uh, quality. So like soil survey, for instance, roads, all this type of stuff is what we're going to have to do, uh, or what we have to do to understand it. The other issue that I know we're going to run into is that not all counties record data the same. So we're trying to figure out, you know, if, if County A reports agriculture as a certain code and County B doesn't, we got to start matching them all up. And so that's been the other tricky part, but it shouldn't take too much longer. It shouldn't take too much more time. It's just going to be a matter of getting the data and, and crunching, crunching them. Well, not me, the grass students. <laughs> well, the name of our podcast is Root of the Matter. And we try and ask everyone that we have on our podcast, what is the root of the matter? What, what would you say the root of the matter is of this particular subject? And, and really the root of the matter of the data that you all have collected thus far? 
see, I think that as a classic economist, the root of the matter, it depends how, you know, who's asking the question. So for me and how we look at this data, the root of the matter is I think there's data sets out there that have suggested that we're losing land at a certain rate. And I don't know if I truly believe those. And so the root of the matter for me is that we want to get to a data set that we can trust, we can rely on. We don't have to worry about reporting, uh, decreased reporting rates and stuff of that nature. And uh, the best part about it is that it's not only us that wants that, that want the data to get done. It's everyone that has questions about this wanted to get done all the way from local uh, to state uh, government. And so for me, that's the that's the most exciting part about it all. Well, Charlie, thanks for joining us. And I'm sure we'll be talking with you again on this. Of course. Thanks. Thanks.